This is the Thrift and Chick Vintage Podcast. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Thrift and Chick Vintage Podcast. So today is April 7th and we are here, here in New York anyway about one month into the self-isolation due to the coronavirus outbreak. My heart and prayers go out to the world at this time, especially to those on the front lines, um, including our medical professionals. Um, I even have a new found appreciation for the cashiers, the clerks at the stores, um, mail carriers, and anyone who has to continue to work during this time. Um, I know for myself, I haven't been on the subway in at least about three weeks. I remember the last commute I took here in New York. Um, the C trains were down and we it was a Saturday and we had to get on the shuttle bus. Anybody, for anyone who commutes in New York or are, is familiar with commuting in New York... Um, then you know the shuttle bus is the most inconvenient thing and the most irritating way to get around. Um, I got on the train at J Street. I got off the train at J Street because the trains wasn't going any further and I had to take a shuttle bus. The bus was so crowded. The bus was so crowded and um, I I made my way to a seat during to the back of the bus there was a guy on the bus who had a huge garbage bag full of bottles, which took up at least two seats. And then why did I sit next to the only, well, I don't know if he was the only drunk on the bus, but I sat next to a drunk on the bus. Now, mind you, the day before, our mayor, Bill de Blasio, had just made an announcement and saying, avoid crowded carts train carts this bus was so crowded i sat next to a drunk i myself i didn't have on gloves but i was wrapped up i have a big wool scarf that i've been wrapping myself up with like a mummy for probably like the last two weeks because i also work in the theaters and um with our last show it was with Laura Lenny and like the audience members were just coughing, coughing, coughing. And then when people come in the door, they want to cough and people so rude will cough right in your face. So I started wearing my face covering then not really realizing what was to come. But I guess, you know, I was somehow preparing myself, you know, whatever. So I'm on the back of this bus and this drunk talking he's still talking he just keep talking he tapping me on my shoulder you know and i you know i turn my head to him signal signaling like please do not touch me do not talk to me he was so drunk i don't even think he he, he never got the point i mean at one point he actually pulled out a bottle of liquor started drinking this liquor and I mean, I was floored. Like I, it was to the point. It got to the point to where I just jumped off the bus and walked home. I couldn't take it anymore. I mean, obviously, 
um, from the man talking. He was homeless and living in a shelter. And so I just assumed, like, he don't know what's going on. You know, apparently he's not watching the news. He doesn't have a clue as to why, for one, he shouldn't be touching or talking to me in the back of this bus. So I just got fed up and I just jumped off the bus the first opportunity that I had. I knew that was going to be my last time taking a bus, train, commuting at that time. You know, that was it for me. And that was around, I can't remember the date. It had to be early March, maybe around the 6th or 7th. Um, I was heading to the, or coming from um, a sample sale. Uh, what's dang, what sample sale was it? I don't forgot already. Um, it wasn't Eddie Borgo. It was a jury sale. Uh, was it Eddie Borgo? Um, no, hold on. Let me grab a piece. It was the Vita Fetti sample sale, which is a um, contemporary jury brand. Um, I picked up a few pieces. Um, the prices was very good. Um, I think the average price was $20 for earrings and jewelry and then it went up to approximately forty dollars for samples and older stock and then they had up to maybe 70 percent off retail for newer merchandise or current collections kind of kind of bummed out because one thing i was really going for was a pair of hoop earrings and uh, i found the earrings that i wanted and geez guys i lost one of the earrings fell out of my ear so a little bummed out about that but hey it was twenty dollars but they were a three hundred dollar pair of earrings i'd also like to send my condolences to all the families of all the loved ones that were lost um, for myself i lost three family members they were all older due to the coronavirus um, if I'm not mistaken, they all were at a, went to a church conference or a prayer retreat or something like that. And that's how they contracted it. And that's um, pretty much everyone ended up in the hospital roughly the same time. And there was about four and two of those passed. And then my one of my mother's sisters passed away due to complications this past Monday. It's so heartbreaking and just devastating knowing that, you know, family members or in my aunt's case, her daughters wasn't um, able to be by her side um, when this happened. And, you know, that's just for, you know, hundreds of thousands of family or families around the world who are experiencing this and then on top of that they have to mourn in isolation and you know when this is all said and done where are these burials burials and funeral services going to happen so it's the world is a mess right now but i do have faith and um all we can do is hope for the best hope and pray for the best that we find our way through out of this um unscathed um any further anyway yeah i don't think anything will ever go back to normal after this it's a huge loss for mankind 
um, for our generation, we've never experienced anything like this. Um, our grandparents or great grandparents, you know, if they're fortunate to still be here with us today, um, they've been through it. And so they kind of know what to expect or, you know, how to stay safe. Um, uh, personally, you know, I've been going back to their methods, you know, drink some ginger, drink turmeric, you know, do the black seed oil, you know, those natural remedies to, to just to help build your immune system and to help fight, fight off viruses. With that said, I hope everyone is remaining and staying safe, isolated, and taking care of themselves and building your immune system is probably the most important thing that you can do at this time besides um, staying isolated. So I don't want to repeat anything that's already on the news. However, we are in the business of resale and fashion. Most of us are self-employed. And so today, she's going to touch bases on what some of the resale platforms are offering um, and what some of the platforms are doing in the relief effort. So we'll start with eBay eBay is um, helping small businesses get up and running um, to get their small businesses online. They are also um, helping with the price gouging by prohibiting items um, such as hand sanitizers, um, N95 and 100 and surgical masks, and hand sanitizer and gel. So they are blocking those items from being resold online. They're also restricting the listings of toilet paper diapers baby formula and baby wipes yeah so like at this time you know there are sellers out there who are pretty much taking advantage of the situation um i have a girlfriend um she happens to be from china again and back in early march she said to me she was like you know um and this was before it hit hard here. It was hitting in China. She said that, like, oh, you could become a millionaire just by selling face masks at this time. And then it was funny because she made a joke. And she was like, yeah, but that's only for, like, this time. And, you know, for in China. But I don't even think she even thought that it was going to hit the U.S. as it did. Shopify is offering gift cards um to be available for their sellers um that way you can offer your customers gift cards uh, before it wasn't available on all plans but they've opened up that and so all sellers using the shopify platform can now offer their customers gift cards which for me i don't i don't like the idea of using gift cards um, especially for, it depends on the type of business, like for a reseller clothing business. Yeah, that could be a good idea. But what if it's like, I don't know, a cupcake shop or, you know, something that's, that does shop drop shipping and they rely heavily on China. You know, I don't know if that's ideal for those businesses, because what if, you know, God forbid your business is unable to sustain itself during this time. And you have people buying 
gift cards and then six months down the line they want to redeem the gift cards and for whatever unfortunate circumstance you have went out of business or you know you can't get merchandise from your drop shipper so i don't know if that's going to be the best practice but you know so if you are, are a reseller i will look into it and see if it works for your business model or if it just if it makes sense one thing i like about etsy is that etsy sent out an email i believe it was last week i received an email encouraging its sellers to um, reach out to their congress uh, reach out to the federal government um, this was for the bill that passed the relief bill to include self-employed and micro businesses um, in that bill and i don't know if etsy's role or you know and with all the sellers that signed up for it if that helped but you know now there is you know provisions in place for people who have micro businesses or self-employed people so um, if you haven't received that form you could pick it up you should be able to find it at your local government.gov um, websites so definitely take advantage of that um, etsy is also employing em employing its sellers to make face masks cloth masks as we all know um before the cdc cdc said everyone sh does not need to wear a mask unless you are sick or we need to save those masks for medical professionals um me personally i felt like back in you know as i said back in early late february i've been covering up my face whenever i go out and then around middle middle March, when we had the official self-isolation, I started wearing gloves. So I don't leave the house without a pair of latex gloves, um, especially if you think about it. You know, when you're pulling out money, money travels faster than, you know, than people. So definitely if you touch a dollar bill, me personally, I'd rather have on some gloves instead of touching it with my hand. But back. To making the face mask um, I did uh, I have three sewing machines uh, I have some fabric laying around so I did sew sewing sewing mask. I did sew some mask um, and I donated uh, about 16 to, to a local hospital and then the rest I'm sending over to like family members um, I did list about two or three on Poshmark um, and I didn't do the traditional face mask. I did do some of the traditionals, but I like the one that's kind of like a like a muffler that covers you from the nose down to your neck, almost like a turtleneck oh, raised up over your up to your nose. That's um, what I've been doing. I think the biggest thing is is having the appropriate fabric to use. Um, for some of the masks, uh, I used. Um, facing interfacing material if you're a sewer then you know that's the material that you use that usually goes inside of a garment you never really see it on the outside but I um, had some of that laying around so I you know sewed as many masks as I could with that um, I also had um, 
uh, a piece of scrap fabric I got from Fab Scrap. Um, and it was like a buffalo plaid on one side. Then the other side, it had like a, a vinyl coating. So it was already lined. So I thought that was appropriate. And my sister's a nurse practitioner. So I'm sending her one. And then I gave one to my aunt. And then I also have like, um, it's kind of like a, it's not really, it's not spandex. Um, it's woven and it has kind of like a slick back to it. Um, it's kind of shiny. It's kind of like that liquid fabric. Um, it has a little stretch to it. So I've been using that and I, and I only had so much of that fabric. So I probably got about six masks total out of that. You know, I'm so grateful that uh, I am a creative, um, that I do have sewing machines. You know, like there's literally people who's sitting at home and they just don't know what to do. They don't own books. So the only thing they can do is, you know, watch videos, stroll social media all day. And, you know, I think that alone would drive me crazy. So I am very grateful and fortunate that I have sewing machines. I have plenty of books to occupy my time. Um, in addition, yeah, I've been binge watching TV shows as well. So, like, who's not? Um, but, like I say, I'm very grateful that I am a creative and I don't have to spend my time, like, doing nothing, watching videos all day or looking at a computer screen. Another thing that I've been keeping an eye, eye, eye out on is the stock market, um, especially as it relates to fashion. Um, so I'm just going to share with you a few numbers, um, possibly some, you know, some stock that you may want to either start watching or purchase um, at this time. For example... Nike stock. Oh wow. That went up quick. Nike was down to like $46 this morning and it jumped to 88. So that's a huge sign because it's 1041. So that was at eight o'clock this morning when I looked at the numbers for Nike. Um JCPenney is they was already low, but they're down to 32 cents. Walmart is down to 124 today. Uh, Macy's is up, but it's down to $6.31. Stitch Fix, which is a stock that I purchased when it first came out, so I definitely took a hit on that. Um, I think it opened at about, was it like $30, $32, somewhere around there. I think the highest it went up to was maybe 40 near $40, but today it is down to $13.13. Uh, yeah, I think the 52-week high for a stock for a Stitch Fix was $32.34, and yeah, it's down to $13.12 right now. Etsy um, is up to or down to $47.97. Um, I never purchased stock in Etsy, um... But I think I may just do so um, because Etsy is bound to to rebound. Lulu Lululemon is holding steady at one ninety eight seventy three, which I think is pretty good. Levi Strauss is down or up to twelve dollars and six cents today. 
um, a recent purchase I did uh, when it first entered was Capri Holdings, which is uh, Michael Kors' um, group, which includes Versace. That is... Oh, I just lost it. Here's Capri. I will get back to Capri Holdings. Let me see. I took notes earlier. Capri is down to 1210. So that drops substantially. Um, Nordstrom is at 1820. Isn't that right down, Nike? Yeah. Nordstrom is down to 1820. PVH, which includes Heritage, Heritage Brands and Calvin Klein, is um, 4395 but Capri Holdings at $12.10, I would definitely encourage buying a couple shares. Be before this, it was up to, I want to say the highest, was maybe near like $50 or so. Stitch Fix is another one of those early purchases that I bought. Um, and they're down to $13.74. Um, I would probably buy just another share, just just because it's so low right now. Um, Canada Goose is down to $21.60. The Gap um, is down to $7.19. Um, I think Gap is having a hard time, so I'm not sure if I would encourage that purchase, but it is pretty low right now, and... I mean, what's the most you can lose for that? Vince, I think, is interesting. Um, they've been having a rough go, though, since they their initial IPO at $4.79. I think the highest I've seen Vince was at 17 It's on my watch list. Um, I think at this time, it may be a good time to buy at least a couple of shares. Just because um, it's likely to bounce back. Um, I would definitely do. Um, I'm definitely going to add some more shares of Capri. Because I know once this blows over. Everybody wants, gonna, wants to want to go out and go shopping. Um, luxury buyers are going to you know, go out Nordstrom full, full blast. So I'm definitely going to buy more. Um, stock in Nordstrom for $18.20. Uh, who else? Mm, not really interested in Abercrombie. Um, just because their values don't align with mine. But their stock is down to $10.35. L Brands, which is... Oh, jeez. Victoria's Secret? Mm, I'm not sure if, if they will ever bounce back, but they're affordable right now, I'll say. TJ Maxx is down to $49.46, which is pretty interesting. G3 Apparel, I believe, owns Nine West and maybe like Mark, not Mark Jacobs, but Mark... Um, Andrew Mark Brands, I believe, is under that, fits under that umbrella. And they're down to 972 today. 
So, oh, Canada Goose. Did I mention Canada Goose? Twenty-one sixty. Mm, I'll probably buy maybe two shares of Canada Goose because they're bound to rebound after all the all the all this goes over, blows over, and especially by the fall time, you know, everybody's gonna wanna, you know, a good Canada Goose coat. So that may be. A good option into buying some stocks so I think that's it for the stock that I wanted to discuss today um, another thing to consider um, while purchasing stock is to look at the company's values um, as it relates to how they are um, acting on the relief e efforts of the coronavirus uh, for example um, Kirby John from Pyre Moss, he has opened up his offices to, as a donation center for package N95 mask and latex gloves, LVMH, um, they donated $2 million to the relief efforts in China. Um, Chanel, um, has launched production of face masks and blouses for healthcare workers in France. The last I checked, they were waiting for approval on the protective materials to use in the production. Um, Burberry um, has ordered and delivered 100,000 medical grade face masks to the UK. Um, AGL, which is an um, Italian footwear brand, they are donating 30% of its online sales to aid the medical staff in the regions of Marche, France. Um, mm -hmm. locally, we have Ralph Lauren, whose corporate foundation announced a donation of 10 million to COVID-19 organizations and charities. Um, Uniqlo has also donated, um, 10 million masks for the relief efforts. Um, then you have Valentino, who's helped out 1.1 million. Um, so these are all things to consider. Um, H&M, um, they donated $500,000 to the COVID-19 Solidarity Response Fund. Um, and there's brands like Mango, um, Prada, um, Giorgio Armani, and the list goes on and on as far as designers helping out in the relief efforts. Um, during the coronavirus and not to mention the unsung or unnamed heroes um, countless homes seamstress tailors um, sewers crafters from around the world has also um, pitched in um, including myself I'm proud to say that um, I have donated masks as I mentioned earlier um, in this effort so you know I think every little bit counts every little bit helps I do think moving forward um, I think it's just gonna be um, a new way of life like uh, and I even see it entering uh, mainstream fashion uh, where we go back to wearing gloves outside of the house like they wore back in the 30s and the 20s where you wore proper gloves um, and as far as wearing chic scarves or, you know, 
I can just already envision, you know, jewel encrusted face mask and, you know, things of that such. Um, but I definitely think that things will not ever go back to normal. And um, it's just going to be a new trend that we're going to see people wearing gloves and face masks daily. You know, even when all of this dies down, I think it'll still be a mainstay that um, people start just thinking about their health differently, especially in places that are highly condensed or even in tourist areas, tourist traps, you know, getting on an airplane, traveling, you know, taking a bus, um, riding on the trains. I think this is just going to be something that we are going to see um, moving on. With that said, um, I guess there's an opportunity there um, for brands or up and coming brands. And even, you know, I could think for myself, you know, as far as you know, creating these um, options, these items for people to buy, to wear and buy on a daily basis. There's always an opportunity when a tragedy strikes. I think most people look at it as, oh, this is devastating. It's a travesty. Um, what are we going to do? How is it going to stay the same? But I think it's up to each and every one of us. Um, especially during this time of isolation, you know, you hear people saying, oh, I'm bored. I don't know what to do with my time. I mean, geez, what other time are you going to have to sit and reflect? Um, this is now is the time to look for those opportunities or take the time to learn a new skill, learn a new trade. You know, there's countless of free classes online that people can take, um, Find your passion. You know, there's always something to do. It's really no excuse to take this time and not to do a self-reflection um, or learn something new. You know, come out of this better than you came in. You know, um, I mean, I think I think it'll be even more tragic for you to be at home and have all this time on your hands and not know what to do with it. Like to me, that's the saddest thing is to hear people say, Oh, I don't know what to do. It's driving me crazy. I'm so bored. I'm in the house all day. And it's like, read a book, you know, do a crossword puzzle. Like there, there are things that could be done. Like what's something that you can be working on, whether it's taking a writing class or just, pulling out a book, a journal, and just writing. Or, you know, maybe you always wanted to be a songwriter. Hell, write a song or two. You know, there's something that you could do that you've wanted to always do and never, and we always use the thing. Well, I don't have time. I work so hard. I work so much. I got the kids. I have this. But now is the perfect time to do so. In closing, I want to share a little inspiration from Robert Kiyosaki. One day, the caterpillar stops eating, hangs upside down from a twig or leaf, and spans itself a silky cocoon or emotes into shiny chrysalis, which is basically similar to self-quarantining. With its protective casing, the caterpillar radically transforms its body, eventually emerging as a butterfly or a moth. So, as we are all in self-isolation, how will you emerge? Will you be the same you? Hoping life goes back 
as it was? Or will you use this time as a wake-up call to take control of your life? So many people are hurting and losing their jobs. Are you going to emerge as a butterfly, grow wings, and become fearless and in control of your life? Or will you become a victim and depend on the mercy of the government to take care of you? feed you, and control all of your freedoms. The choice, my friends, is yours. Emerge from the cocoon empowered or wither and shrink into dependency and apathy. Only you can choose who you are going to become. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Thrift and Chick Vintage Podcast.